What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Forever In today's episode, boy, do we've got some stories to talk about. For starters, we got two pieces of Black Clover news, one of which is an update, or actually both of them are technically updates for the manga. One you might be more interested in the other, but either way, they're both pretty interesting, and one of them in particular is significant of an update, so we're going to be talking about that. We got a small update for Bleach and an upcoming collaboration that is going to be going down with the series or the franchise. An update from the creator of One Piece, Eiichiro Oda, and in particular, him feeling somewhat restricted yeah we'll, we'll talk about it we got a pretty significant i don't know if you'd say alarming but definitely not positive news update regarding shonen jump in particular and yeah um it's not looking great two pieces of news regarding sentai filmworks one of which regarding the high dive uh streaming service that they have and another one regarding a particular license that they recently had and a little bit of drama um for the fans perspective at the very least between sentai and netflix my hero academia fans have done it again they've done something horrendous and it's really unfair to even call them fans but yeah they, they did something bad again so we're gonna jump into that one demon slayer some bootleg situations and at the same time yet again smashing major records and uh yeah i'm all here for it and an update for the boruto anime not looking great but we also got a little bit of something interesting of an update as well so yeah we got some stuff to talk about without further ado let's jump into another exciting episode of the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related and we don't bore you we get into it let's do it no matter how you Okay, people, so for starters, let's talk some Black Clover. Now, according to the Shonen Jump official app for manga, Black Clover, it says that there won't be a new chapter for 12 days as of the recording of this video, technically two weeks out from the last release. Now, there hasn't been any announcements of there not being any Black Clover chapter or Black Clover being on break, but seemingly with the official Shonen Jump app, it's showcasing no chapter this coming week for Black Clover, so I'm imagining we'll get an update soon. This could be a false alarm, but normally when the shonen jump app has it that there is no chapter for the next two weeks it's because there is no chapter so a bit of a bummer but um black clover is about to potentially take a break the upcoming week then also some really dope news for the black clover manga uh for the first time and i want to say the series is history on the manga plus app apparently black clover has crossed the threshold of over half a million readers with the latest chapter which is phenomenal and great i mean that's about half of what boruto has has, and that's about like 200,000 less than the latest recording for One Piece but for Black Clover a series that people have said time and time again is a failure it is showing many different traits that completely negate the whole failure situation and all that because that's half a million readers yeah that, that's amazing and huge huge congrats to the Black Clover franchise like in the West it has grown and grown in fandom and over half a million baby half a milli over on Manga Plus shout outs next up we got a little bit of news for the Bleach franchise nothing that we are really really enthusiastic for in terms of like oh my god this is when the anime is returning or anything like that however in the fashion side of things which Taite Kubo has mentioned several times like you know he's a fashionable guy he's really into fashion you've seen it through his art through the characters
character design, stuff like that. Well, apparently Bleach is getting a collaboration of fashion. Let's read. Bleach looking fab in Tokyo Girls Collection Fashion Collaboration. Taite Kubo's Bleach manga series is collaborating with the biggest fashion event on the Japanese calendar and bringing the 20-year-old series to the runway scene. On February 28th, exclusive Bleach apparel will be walking the catwalk at Tokyo Girls Collection 2021 Spring slash Summer during the virtual event. Kubo drew the visual above that features as a graphic on a shirt that will be seen on a model this weekend. The visual also shows off the gang wearing the merch that will be seen on the runway and the art looks really really dope and yeah this seems like this is something that Kubo in particular wanted to do because he's a fashion guy he loves fashion and something like this sounds right about his alley so shout out to Kubo getting to do things that he actually loves to do with one of his you know prized franchises them doing the catwalk and shit that's definitely a Kubo move and hopefully this is just one more step closer to getting the bleach return because again we know it's coming back we just don't know the exact date Maybe this is lining things up. I don't know. Again, we got no confirmation of anything like that. But still, shoutouts to a really dope collaboration. Next up, we got a little bit of One Piece news regarding Eiichiro Oda. I want to say in one of the latest issues of, I think it was actually Japanese Playboy or some shit like that. Oda said something about One Piece in particular about his frustrations of feeling limited with the One Piece release. But <laughs> let's read. For starters, it says Luffy's Red Rock was originally called Giant Red Hawk in the rough draft. But Oda decided to upgrade it. Editor Iwasaki confirmed. Rock is based on a legendary bird. And by the way, the source is Shueisha's Weekly Playboy, published today. That's, that's... <laughs> Here, here, beat your meats and read about One Piece, hey! And according to the magazine, Oda said, If I'm allowed to draw 30 pages each week, I'll soon finish submitting them. Editor said Oda spends much time on deciding how to cram his ideas into 17 pages. There are about 10 fonts in One Piece, all of which are specified by editor, not Oda. So basically, it seems as though Oda is a little bit frustrated that he has just so many freaking ideas. But remember, in a, in a chapter, you, you're not granted 30 pages. You got 17 on top. On top of that, you don't have the time in a week to create 30 pages worth of work. That makes a lot of sense, to be honest with you, thinking about it. Like, One Piece has so much detail, so much dialogue. A lot of things constantly go on in each and every One Piece chapter. And that's because Oda's like, yo, I got 10 billion things I want to say and do with this. Let's try and get as much as we can in there as possible. So that's a really dope tidbit, e even though it's, like, coming from Shueisha's weekly Playboy. What? <laughs> Next up, we got a little bit of unfortunate news for the Shonen Jump magazine as a whole. Apparently, sales is dipping even further. Now, in case you don't know, Shonen Jump magazine sales have been with each and every passing year. The physical edition at the very least, nobody really knows about the digital sales, but the physical version of it has been decreasing and decreasing. I mean, I want to say about 10 years ago or maybe more, it was like a 2 million sales or some shit like that. Where we're at right now, it's actually for the first time ever dipped below 1.5 million. Let's read. Shonen jump dips below 1.5 million in print circulation circulation reportedly fell to 1.475 from 1.516 in the previous quarter the japanese magazine publishers association revealed on friday that print circulation of shueisha's weekly shonen jump magazine fell to 1.475 million copies during the period of october to december 2020 the jmpa had reported the magazine's print circulation at 1.5 million for july 
through September of 2020. The magazine's print circulation dipped below 1.6 during the period of January to March of 2020. Weekly Shonen Jump's print circulation dip. Okay, so it's basically showcasing that with each and every passing year, it continues to go further and further. The magazine's record circulation was 6.5 million back in 94. So yeah, from 6.5, we're down less than 1.5, which honestly is just showcasing the inevitable of everything going digital at one given point, whether it be 10 years from now, 20 years from now, whenever it's actually at that, you know, point of like, oh, it makes more sense. There will be a digital Shonen Jump and little by little, it'll eat the sales of the physical to the point where nobody buys physical anymore. Or it'll be like a novelty, like you got to pay a special, you know, monthly premium price and you could get the physical magazine along with it. But yeah, Shonen Jump's physical days at the very least are numbered. Digital has continued to increase and rise. Don't get me wrong. There's people like me that I love having a physical of my books and stuff, but I'm also starting to get a little bit more fond of the digital era. Just being honest, I like having the backlight of my phone to read the manga, to read stuff. So it would be insane and I would love it. I mean, I doubt it will ever get it completely over here in the US, but an English fully translated digital where I would pay 10 bucks a month or something like that in order to have like a digital the full-on shonen jump magazine translating english each and every week like 10 bucks a month or some shit like that hells yeah i'd do it or even a little bit more i'd probably pay to be honest with you because i think it'd be worth it but until we get to that point where sales are just absolutely abysmal we'll still have physical and to be honest with you it'll be a shame when physical goes away like again i'm fond of the idea of digital but i still love me my physical okay so a couple of pieces of news regarding sentai filmworks they're a distributor in north america of anime and manga they also have their high dive streaming service that has a ton of anime on there as well well apparently there was some backlash due to some quote-unquote insensitive tweets that they put up regarding the latest stuff that happened you know the catastrophe that's been going down in texas let's read high dive apologizes after posting twitter meme about texas winter storm texas-based anime streaming service high dive posted an apology on twitter on friday for an internet meme is shared on twitter on thursday referencing the akamega kill anime and the winter storm disaster in texas the apology clarified that the company and its staff have faced the situation firsthand being situated in Texas and did not intend to belittle the situation. And basically, if you look at it, the meme was, it was a picture of SDF with, I forget what the hell the main character's name is, holy shit. But on SDF, you know, she has ice powers. It says winter storm. And on him, it says Texas. And they put accurate visual of how unprepared we were. Which, I mean, if they went through the damn crisis themselves as well, if they're based in Texas and shit like that, you can't laugh about your own crisis to help from crying? That's just my two cents on it so I, i'm not gonna come at uh sentai filmwork for this at all and on top of that they came out and apologized even though i don't feel that it was necessary to apologize when again they were tweeting out of them experiencing it themselves and then another bit of news regarding sentai filmworks is apparently they got the latest baki anime and they're releasing it on blu-ray if i'm not mistaken or dvd i want to say blu-ray but according to this tweet it said fyi baki is an all new sentai dub keep an eye out on the socials for the future cast list which doesn't make sense because if i'm not mistaken Netflix has the same the Baki anime and they have a dub on there as well so people are really confused some are outraged like what the hell and it kind of sounds like Netflix what it is is that they're ridiculously price gouging to get their dub to put it on blu-ray disc so they're kind of like you know what we ain't paying that ridiculous price we'll just dub it ourselves which if that's the case because I've heard a lot of great things about the Baki dub that's on Netflix and shit like that shame on Netflix I mean Sentai they're not the biggest company you know they're not Crunchyroll or Funimation
Nation. They still have a great selection of anime and to price gouge when they just, you know, they're releasing shit on Blu-ray for people that don't want to go on the streaming services and shit like that. What's the big deal? Like, yeah, get your money, but to price gouge for the Baki anime, I mean, Baki's great and all, but come on. I mean, it is what it is. It's business, but still, I think that's kind of shitty and greedy to put out a ridiculous price that Sentai can't afford and Sentai gotta make a profit too. Assuming that is the situation because that's what a lot of fans are speculating. It could be something totally different, but that's just from the narrative that people are saying. It makes sense why Sentai would make an entire new dub when Netflix has one readily available. Okay, people, so next up, My Hero Academia fans have done it again. And I say fans, in the day, they are fans of the medium, whatever, but the way they're behaving is very unfan-like. Like, you can't love the franchise if you're gonna do things to hurt it, right? And apparently, based on what went down the last day or so, they've been trolling and harassing the translator. Remember we talked about the translator that they were saying that he's doing, you know, terrible translations with an agenda and all this stuff for My Hero Academia. He also, I, I want to say, translates for Dr. Stone as well. Well, the My Hero Academia fans from trolling and harassing him constantly uh, basically ran him off of Twitter. He closed down his account. He left a couple of tweets and I think he came back to say one last thing and whatnot, but they trolled him off of Twitter and it's just disgusting behavior. It's really disgusting. Like, yo, okay, if you feel he has an agenda, you, you're definitely in your right to criticize and stuff like that, but to harass and continuously troll and bully and stuff like that to the point of somebody, you know, running them off of social media, that's just lame and you know, the My Academia fandom has been guilty time and time again of doing this and I get it that the fandom is enormous and things like that but that doesn't give any right to you know harass somebody to the point of them again fleeing off of twitter off of social media criticism is one thing harassment bullying and trolling is another like sometimes i think anime and manga fans and you know people in general but we're talking about anime and manga fans here forget that behind the names of these people that you're talking shit to you're trolling you're harassing you're criticizing are actual living breathing people with emotions and feelings and a life and you could, again, have your criticism, have what you got to say, but harassment and bullying is a whole different story. The last things that Caleb Cook, again, the translator of My Hero Academia and Dr. Stone said was, okay, two final things and then I'll shut the fuck up forever. One, I didn't quit any jobs, nor was I fired. Just quitting this cursed Twitter account. I love the series I work on and I plan to translate them for years to come and then new ones after that. Two, too many generous people donated via Ko-Fi today, which I definitely don't deserve. So I donated the full $263 plus a little to Genesis, a shelter for women and children affected by domestic violence. The shelters in Texas, so they especially need help. Well, bye again. And th that's very honorable, very uh, noble. And it's just a shitty situation altogether. Like, yo, you can have your opinions and shit like that. But the harassment is, I, I don't know. We've talked about this so much and I don't like to constantly. That's why I just mainly cover shit like this now and for never news but cut it out uh, my hero academia fans that do this type of shit like you know threatening horikoshi over narratives threatening horikoshi because your ship isn't going down and shit like that tighten up and knock it off moving on demon slayer news yes demon slayer we've got to talk about it so for starters there are some warnings against bootleg Demon Slayer copies floating around. Y'all know Demon Slayer is massive. It's to the point that people are bootlegging the shit out of it because they're trying to make a buck. According to this, it says, Weekly Shonen Jump warns against pirated Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba print copies. The Weekly Shonen Jump's official Twitter account posted a warning about pirated versions of Koyoharu Gotoge's Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba manga last
last Thursday, the tweet included instructions on how to distinguish between pirated print versions and legitimate copies. In particular, the tweet highlighted two major differences. The pirated versions have thinner spines, and the back cover of Volume 4 does not include the recommended retail price of 400 yen, not including tax, with ruled lines. It is believed that the pirated versions were created by scanning an official copy. The first volume of the pirated version contains the words June 30th, 2020, 39th printing. Weekly Shonen Jump has confirmed that pirated copies of all 23 volumes of the series have been circulating on the Mercari and Amazon online vendors. Shueisha is currently taking measures to have those pirated versions removed from sale. The tweet advises consumers to exercise caution when purchasing copies and states that pirated versions have not yet been discovered at regular bookstores, convenience stores, and online bookstores. And that shit is insane. I mean, I haven't heard like this heavy of bootlegging aside from like, I think like Jordans and stuff like that. Like I've heard fairly recent about like bootleg Jordans circulating and shit like that but back in the day music was one of the most bootleg back when I lived in Bushwick there was this strip of stores like it was a whole avenue and in this strip of stores you would just see like on the ground people having blankets filled with bootleg CDs and then eventually DVDs and shit like that god damn piracy making a major return this time with books and while we're on the topic of Demon Slayer Demon Slayer has finally with Mugen Train done what it's been hoped to do which is freaking insane it is officially the number one worldwide worldwide japanese film of all time just in general from japan demon slayer is numero uno worldwide outdoing uh, i want to say was spirited away it is officially number one with almost 400 million dollars in revenue and Major, major congrats. Like, I know I, I said a while ago I wasn't going to really talk about the Mugen Train success anymore, but the last two updates have been like, God damn, Demon Slayer. It came, it saw, and it conquered. Then lastly, we got a couple of pieces of Boruto news. For starters, we got first look at Garo's character design in this week's Uzurepo. New enemy Garo, the next outer assassin. Garo attacks Boruto and his group with the scientific ninja tools on his hand. So we got a cool character design. I've always thought Garo's character design was kind of sick for the Boruto series. And we finally got a character design for his anime appearance. At the very least, it's a rough one. But a lot of people are a bit worried that Boruto is going to be going into filler soon. And I hope that's not the case. Because we got the provisional titles for the Boruto anime episodes that are airing in March. And 189 says Resonance. Which, okay, that, that's fine. That's going to be airing on March 7th. The second one is Escape, March 14th. But the third one, 191, A Stray Dog. Some people are hoping that that's not to do with Chamaru. Uh, and this is going to be like filler stuff. Some people are hoping like it could be about Kawaki. Of how he's like a stray dog metaphorically. I really, really hope that's the latter and not the former. Like I do not want uh, uh, Chamaru filler bullshit. Like please don't derail. Like we still have a ton of stuff between the manga and the anime right now. Please don't start the filler shit already. I mean don't get me wrong. I know that filler is inevitable. It's going to happen, but oh, we on a roll right now, baby, please. And then 192 is called The Past, and the kanji for 192's title refers to one's personal secret history. So we got to wait and see. Hopefully we don't go back into filler territory because the Boruto anime has been kicking, knocking. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I know they don't want to catch up to the Boruto manga because that would be, you know, horrendous. We'd have another two or three years of filler, but please, more, more canon before we get into the BS. Okay, people, so this is late-breaking news. In the middle of this video rendering, I came across this post of people going, absolutely batshit 
crazy regarding Attack on Titan's final season. Now, apparently, according to this, it says Attack on Titan's final season of the anime will end on chapter 116. And allegedly, this is confirmed. I mean, this has a shit ton, 8,000 likes as of the recording of this right now. And people are going ballistic. In case you don't know, Attack on Titan still has two more chapters. And right now, as of the recording of this video, it is at chapter 137. So that means that there's 139 chapters, which means this will be 23 chapters shy of adapting the entirety of it. So I'm not sure if there's going to be Attack on Titan, the final season part two, or if they're going to do like a trilogy of films to finish it, because to be honest with you, the final arc of Attack on Titan does feel like one giant film of the sort. So I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you. I will be very, very bummed. And it makes no sense to call this Attack on Titan, the final season, and then not actually adapt it like that. That just doesn't make no sense. Like, you know, adapt the entirety of it. The whole point of it being Attack on Titan, the final season was to adapt everything. That was one of the reasons why they said MAPPA even decided to take over so that the fans don't feel like they got shitted on with three seasons and then no conclusive ending, especially adapting from the manga. Now, where they're leaving off, it seems as though it's like kind of somewhat of a cliffhanger, a, a good point to a certain degree, but still, like, I don't know what the heck are they planning if, again, there's going to be Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 or some films or what they're going to do, but... That is a major bummer, and if they do not animate anything else for a long time, or they try to Evangelion us with, like, three films spread across 15 years of some crazy shit, oh my god, this is gonna be horrible, but yeah, this is, again, late-breaking news, very, very horrible stuff, I am disappointed, hopefully this is not going to be the end of them adapting the manga, because... Come on, fam, there's 139 chapters of this manga, according to the, the finishing. Why are we only going up to 116? What the heck? 23 chapters to go. But those are the stories we have for this one. I'm curious what you guys think. For starters, Black Clover, you think that that's confirmed that we're going to be taking that break? Again, it's only one week, and usually all mangaka lately especially have been having that break. Also, again, congrats, Black Clover. 500,000 readers, manga plus. Hells yeah. Your thoughts on the Bleach collaboration with Tokyo Girls? That, that That's really dope again like kubo doing what he loves in both realms of manga stuff relating to fashion his other love your thoughts on one piece's creator Ichiro oda feeling restricted with only 17 pages shonen jumps dip below 1.5 million sentai film works with again I, I don't think that that was insensitive at all like they were making a meme out of their own situation that they were going through as well your thoughts on netflix seemingly being greedy over the baki dub my hero academia fans stepping in it again like my god please stop the nonsense god Damn. Demon Slayer bootlegs and also Demon Slayer Mugen Train becoming the number one Japanese film worldwide. Holy shit, congrats again. And the Boruto anime episode titles. Do you think that that's confirming that we're starting to head into filler again? I hope not. Please, no. And your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode. But that's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links are in the description below. I'm Fennel World, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga. Have an awesome day. Peace in. You guys just watched another episode of Have an awesome day.